New Era, baby. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to After Live. I am your host, Sarah. It's our second week of like the brand new kind of show mix-up thing going on here. Um, it is show number 39. We are covering Collider Live week, uh, November 11th to today, the 15th. Um, with me right now is my one co-host, Mike. Hello, Mike. Hey, Sarah. Just me and Mike. Uh, Sean is going to be joining us later, but we also have our guest with us. He's the founder of The Movie Guys, and he is a singles and team Smowdown competitor. We have Paul Preston. Hi, Paul. How are you? What's up, guys? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm watching Remember the Titans. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Right. The thing is, it's on YouTube, so they, they did the thing where they expanded the screen, so the picture's mm-hmm. all wonky, and then they slowed it down so the bots on YouTube don't discover that they illegally uploaded the movie. Oh, so yeah, it's okay. going to take like four hours to watch it. <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll wait. Hang on. I'll, I'll pause it so we can talk. Important that. Uh, I, I mean, I figured you'd play like Sugar Ray or. Your uh, Schmodown entrance music, but I guess. Well, that's Third Eye Blind, Sugar Third Ray. Third Eye yeah. Blind, not Sugar Ray. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I, I should have said. Same I, thing. It's same the same thing. band, though, right? I mean, okay. No, not even close. 90 oh. uh, uh, week. Third Eye Blind. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm so ashamed of myself right now, too, because I love Third Eye Blind. Oh, man. Well, got that song stuff. and then the other one. They're great. Yeah, yeah, great one hit, one hit wonder. Um, anyway, so Paul, people might know you from Schmodown, but can you tell us a little bit about the movie guys? Sure, the movieguys.net.com is owned by some dummy in China who's just sitting on it and does nothing. <laughs> but you hate that, and then you go to check out the who is, and it's like, it's a big nothing. But the movieguys.net started in 2009, really in. I tend to get involved with things right when everybody else does. In the in the nineties, mm-hmm. I studied improv and I got into improv. And then whose line is it anyway came out? And then everybody did improv. <laughs> Should everyone have been doing improv? No, but <laughs> they did anyway, and so it became this clogged up field. Um, and then you know, hey, I, I, making videos looks fun, and now I don't have to buy three thousand dollars worth of film stock. I could just get small mini DV tapes for three dollars. Let's shoot stuff, and then everybody did, and we could put that stuff on YouTube. And then everybody did. And hey, let's podcast. You know, so anyway, this uh, back in like 2009, uh, people were just sharing around reviews and with each other in like Yahoo groups. And uh, I said, my wife told me, hey, look, you should start a, a website. So I did. And it's uh, the 10 year anniversary of, of the movieguys.net where uh, movie nonsense happens. We've got articles and reviews. The red carpet interviews. Uh, you know, we have 200 episodes of something called the movie showcast, which is a weekly show we did for a while, which is still good listening. So even though we're not doing that show anymore, if you want to find us talking about an old movie or talking to an old actor or filmmaker or comedian, uh, we had a different guest every week for 200 episodes. Um, <sighs> it was rough. It was a lot of work. Um, and the current version of the podcast for the movie guys is something called the TMG interview. And that's 25 or so episodes deep. And that's, we've, we've trimmed the whole show down to just the interview. And we've had people like Ray Parker Jr. and Bethany Hamilton and uh, John Ottman, who, who, by the way, edited Bohemian Rhapsody, came on our show and then won the Oscar. So let that be a notice. Wow. You want an Oscar, you wow. come on the movie, guys. Uh, 
and so that's that's kind of what it is now and um yeah still with reviews a weekly pick of what's new on uh on home video and now of course with ten thousands uh, th- tens of thousands of people watching myself and adam witt on the schmodown we have been thinking about what to do that would be new now that we have new eyeballs on our uh on what we're doing so there's going to be some new content going up there that's uh, adam and i go back to again 90s comedy in chicago so we are usually comedy based with all of our our stuff at least that's our favorite part of movie talk so that will be something new coming soon and uh, we hope that everyone who watches us in the showdown will tune in and see uh, our next step of uh, crazy goofballery you said Great. you did 200 interviews what were your favorite interviews uh well it it didn't hurt to have a biggish name on there we talked we had ike Barinholtz in studio and he was oh, tons wow. of fun so that was really cool uh i let's see you know sometimes it's just an, a guy you wouldn't think about like mike burns is a stand-up comedian in la but man his episode was was fun just laughing and crazy uh, I think we were talking about the movie Hot Pursuit back then with Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara, oh, okay. and, and it, it was, uh, you know, and then it was just off to the races with comments and jokes and and that kind of thing. Uh, we did a couple of shows from. <laughs> I wish I had the mojo to get on the red carpet at the Oscars. Not yet, mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> we got on the red carpet like the day before the Oscars. You know, when they were uh, setting it all up, we could go down and record our show live, and those were fun shows. Uh, we had Ayman Simon, who was a, a character actor who was an American sniper on that show. And it was just kind of cool to be down in that whole vibe. Um, yeah, we did a show live from the Phoenix Film Festival. That was that was a fun one. We just mm-hmm. would pull filmmakers and talk to them about what they were doing there and what they, you know, what their film was. Uh, so it, we kept it lively. We kept it interesting. And uh, we're going to bring something like that back. Um it was the thing we prided ourselves on was written content. It wasn't just put a mic in an echoey room, five of us gather around it. And hopefully somebody says something interesting. Like we would write content, late night monologue type jokes about every movie that came out. We would, if we were inspired to write a sketch, we would do that. Uh, you know, like the green light, the green, like when super eight came out, what was that meeting like where JJ Abrams and Steven Spielberg pitched that movie? And what else did they pitch? Because you know you don't say no to it. So we thought of yeah. like the, the craziest, most potentially offensive movies that, they, and they say, "Yeah, go ahead, make it. Sounds great." Mm-hmm. Spielberg and Abrams, you know. So mm-hmm. those kind of crazy ideas we we relished doing every week. Relish, I say. <laughs> no relish. relish on your show ever. Uh, the first person to say it. <laughs> Uh, so you you and Adam are not the only people on the movie guys. Who else is on the movieguys.net writing? Please. The show cast was uh, myself and Adam, my wife Karen Volpe, and Bart Caius. And it was a good mix of of personalities on there. Bart loved Tom Cruise. Karen loves Bill Murray movies and anything with a dog. Adam loves superhero stuff. And I'm sort of the, the heady, you know, awards season type guy. Um, but Ray Scalacci's the guy who does our weekly look at what's new on Blu-ray or even more 4K. Have you watched a 4K disc yet? Yes. It's no joke, right? Yeah, my husband's real big into all the like technical things, and I'm just looking at it like, yeah, that's pretty. I don't know what I'm looking at. 
But <laughs> well, you're looking at a lot crisper picture. You know, the blacks don't have that busyness in yeah. in the in the dark shadows like it the, like the, they do now. And if you're watching it on, you know, now you watch a DVD and it it's like it looks like a VHS compared to 4K. But anyway, this yeah, guy he Ray won't let me play my DVDs anymore. He says they don't look like, nice. When did, so how could digital a digital movie suddenly be old school? But it is. Yeah. Uh, and he reviews once a week what's new uh, coming out then. Um, he just did a review for the lighthouse. I have, I have been a little withdrawn from, uh, providing new content lately, but, uh, we got a guy named Justin Bowler who writes for us frequently. He did a lot of film festival reviews for us. He would, he would, he would call, we had a short film, uh, a Western and he, and then a horror film. We had one of each and we would send them to festivals. But before we did, we would call them and ask them a few questions and try and get answers. If we couldn't get answers, we would write a review about their festival. Because you know probably that many film festivals are just money grabs. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if uh, you know 500 people sent us 30 bucks to submit their movie to this and then we put our friends in it. You know, so we were kind of trying to expose all that. This is a good movie, there's a good article series where he was rating people festivals on their communication skills and their fairness and so we do that kind of stuff uh, when we're inspired. That's very interesting. I never really thought about that festival side of it. If it's about movies, we'll we'll deal with it. Very cool. Where did your love of film begin? Where did you first get interested in it? Cut from the same bark as Roca, okay. I believe. Uh, we are probably... Yeah, no one might know this because I've just gotten into the league, but I would call us probably Elder Statesman. I saw Star Wars in the theater It's in its mm. initial run. Now, I was a wee pup. Wow. But I don't know oh. what the hell else they saw when I was that age, when I was very, 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 very young. I, I'm sure I saw some Disney stuff. I'm sure I saw, but Star Wars, I absolutely remember that Star Destroyer flying over my head. And I was just aghast. I'm like, what am I watching? And then Han Solo was a hero, you know, and Darth Vader was scary as hell. I got every uh, figure imaginable. And that kind of started it. I mean, you've heard that story a million times, but I'm that guy. Star Wars kicked it off. It changed the country. It changed me. And I love movies ever since. And then I kind of, I've, I've grown into a different sort of phase now. I, I Popular entertainment doesn't quite do it for me like it used to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mad for the MCU, though. I think the, the Marvel Universe is a phenomenal achievement and, and you know, Scorsese needs to watch his mouth if he's going to rip that brilliant piece of cinema and then put a movie out on Netflix. Anyway, love him too. But uh, it's I, – I, I, I have some sort of different taste. My favorite movie of all time is still Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I have a feeling movies, older movies that have had history with me still hold the dearest place in my heart. Mm. But, uh, I, you know, I'll, I'm, right now I need to be seeing more movies. Um, I don't know if you've watched the Schmodown where you heard about um, my my wife's going through a, a health issue. And so I haven't been out to enough movies. And I realized that stings. <laughs> you know, like I wish mm. I was like, well, I'm not going to movie. I just realized I haven't. Of course, I don't regret a single moment of where I'm spending my time. But I do wish there were 48 hours in the day so I could yes. do uh, <laughs> everything, you know. Uh, but I'll get back there. You know, once a movie comes out, it's not like it uh, suddenly is gone eventually. So I'll watch them all. Uh, still and always. Are you subscribed to Disney Plus? Yeah, actually, that's where I got to go watch Remember the Titans. <laughs> there you go. It'll be there a better picture. It'll be better sound, and it won't take four hours. 
<laughs> yeah, I signed up. First thing I did was watch the Pixar shorts. And then I fast forwarded yeah. to find out if the Star Wars movies were special edition, only to be sorely disappointed. And not surprisingly, though. And in fact, they've made even more cuts to the movie. It's mm. crazy. I mean, just leave it alone, guys. <laughs> but but um, yeah, there's tons of content on there. I look forward to fishing around, see what's doing. Uh, do you have any other passions besides mil- uh, movies? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like movies. traveling. I'll be honest. I like traveling. That was a bit, but I like traveling. Um, Where have I, you traveled to? Where's your favorite place? I was a host for an auto show for okay. three years. So I would be up on stage and say, hey, everybody, thanks for coming out to the New York International Auto Show. My name is Paul, and you, today you are witness to some of the most amazing technology advancements in your, tra- you know, it's like talking about trucks, mm-hmm. uh, which is amazing. They thought, yeah, you're 6'3", you look like a truck guy, but I have a Prius, so I was acting. <laughs> but it still sent me to plenty of cool places around the country, um, New York, Seattle, everywhere in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that was tons of fun. Uh, but my wife and I went to England about a year ago, and we can't wait to go back. That is an amazing place. Mm. And you know, toured all the Harry Potter stuff, of course, and did uh, Stonehenge and Liverpool and a day in Paris and saw you too. I mean, it was just madness. So, yeah, I love traveling. I love places with history. We worked on a cruise ship doing – that's where we were doing improv a lot. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, it was – you know, a hurricane hit the Bahamas, so we got rerouted to Key West. So it was like we were like, "Woo!" You know, like hurricane. Sorry, but Key West, and then Cozumel. We went to other cool places just to see all the history and all these different places. That kind of stuff fascinates me as well because California and the U.S. in general is pretty young, and people yes. forget. Yes. Uh, you're a really funny guy. So, where does your sense of humor come from? Who are your uh, idols and inspirations? I don't know where it comes from because um, my family was, is pretty conservative. You know, they're not like uh, jerks, but they're not funny. It's like we must have had a funny milkman or something, you know, when I was a, when my brother was a kid. And then, uh, you know, something happened with him and my mom maybe, and I came along. I don't know. I'm going to have to research that. But it's it's a pretty uh, not hilarious family. So I, I, I kind of got into, I mean, my heroes in comedy are George Carlin and Steve Martin. And Albert Brooks as well. I mean, Carlin's got this economy of words. He never says any more or less than he needs to to just nail the joke. It's, you know, great writing along the lines of Seinfeld, who is also amazing. And uh, I grew up with shows like Cheers, which I thought was just one of the funniest shows of all time. And, yeah, that's that's probably where it all came from. It wasn't until I was older that I got into Mel Brooks. And uh, the Zucker brothers I was into back then, the Zucker brothers who made, of course, Top Secret and Airplane and the Naked Gun movies and, and Jim Abrams. They make that look easy. That is extremely hard to do. And so I love now um, Adam and I, we just love analyzing comedy. We love looking at how things are done and why they're funny. And so by now it's a whole obsession, you know, um, I grew up a fan, and now I'm a, a fan and a and a participant. And I wouldn't have it any other way. What's your favorite comedy? I tried to break that down. Since my favorite movie is Raiders of a Lost Ark, that is not a comedy. So I then I had uh, to look course. at I had to look at comedies and go. 
what is the best? I think one of the most perfect funny movies of all time is my wife's favorite, and that's Ghostbusters. Mm. Yeah, there is not a. I mean, you imagine a movie where everything they say is funny and delivered impeccably and directed well, and the story is uh, you know sensical for a fantastic you know story for a fantasy. Uh, but it's probably a tie because I think Airplane has so many jokes in it. It's just, it's dumb. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's embarrassing for the rest of movies. How many jokes <laughs> yeah. are in that movie? And, uh, and Blazing Saddles because Blazing Saddles is <laughs> such an envelope pusher. I mean, it's, it's insane. So those, that's probably a three way tie. I ask people what their favorite movie of all time is. I do it on the show and I do it, you know, um, all just for conversation starters. And they always cheat. And here I'm cheating as well. I got to give you three. I think it's Airplane, Blazing Saddles, and uh, Ghostbusters. Now, that being said, the two movies I've laughed the hardest at, like falling out of my chair laughing, uh, were The Naked Gun, the entire baseball sequence in that movie. I've just, I, I saw that in the theater as well. And I remember specifically that theater was under construction. So the seat next to me was gone. It was like pulled up and I had to fall into that space. Just to roll around on the floor because I was dying. It was so funny. Um, and then Borat, I, when when he started wrestling oh, his manager naked, and the, the rest of the fight never ended, and it went into the hallway and down into the the trade show or whatever meeting was going. I mean, I just I was I was disrupting the whole theater, like bah! you know, it's just that those two. And there's something about Mary has a has a wicked joke count as well. Those are probably uh, the ones I would talk about most. Cool. Oh, you guys. Let me ask you, what Comedies? is your favorite movie of all time? Don't even go comedy. Oh. Just what is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, man. <laughs> you got it, Mike? <laughs> I have to think about mine. It's, 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 always, ba- it's, always, back- it's always back to the future, man. Go wrong. Perfect movie. Like, the perfect movie. And, and movie. for a time it travel got movie. me into movies, man. I know. The time travel movie should be a huge mess. And yet that movie is, is pretty perfect. It's pretty solid, I and mean, every time you like, every time I watch it, I know something new every time. The, the little details you see in the movie, just like he's like, "Wow, they put so much effort in that movie." Good so. thing, I think that's a good observation because we always talk about what makes your favorite movie of all time and why you have such struggles. You know, you the, the proverbial you coming up with the, what your answer is, and it's often what's your favorite movie right now, or what's the movie that's been with you the longest. I mean, again, that's mm-hmm. that's you know, Raiders for me. Um, and, but I think that's a good one. Like I see something different every time I watch it. Yeah. That's the same with Ghostbusters. I know Karen has seen that movie so many, it's like dumb how many times she's seen it, but we watched it recently. It's 35th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And at the end, after they uh, save the day and they go down in the whole square at the base of Dana's apartment building is covered in, in uh marshmallow and things that there's debris everywhere. And it's a mess. And they get back in the Ecto-1, but not only do they get in the Ecto-1, but the, the valet guy for the hotel gets the door for them. <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, he's all charred. <laughs> His hat is all screwed up, and he's like got marshmallow all over him. But he still takes that moment to be a valet. And I love those little moments. You know, like, you're probably not watching it because you're seeing the credits roll. But, uh, again, because it's your favorite movie of all time, and you watch it a bazillion times, it's something we noticed. I noticed that stuff in Raiders, like one of the most recent viewings of that, when uh, Indiana Jones sees the arc for the first time and he has a moment with it, you know, that I never noticed before. I guess I'm in such a hurry to get to the next action sequence that now that I'm older, I'm watching him 
put his hands on the top of it and just sort of rub his hands over the top of the ark before they pull the concrete off and lift it out of its out of its concrete case. And that moment is so exciting. You know, and that Spielberg would take a moment to have that, to realize this is the result. Uh, I mean, he said it earlier in the film, this is everything we got into archaeology for. And so he has that moment. And, you know, I noticed that after 30 whatever years. And so that's clearly, yeah, the, my favorite if I'm analyzing it to that extent. And, and if it's good enough to where it keeps revealing new nuances, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. Sarah? So. Um, okay, I've been thinking about it. I don't know. I want to say probably the one that I'll just go over and watch over and over again and can do that kind of detail is probably Inception. And I don't know if that's like a bad answer. I just love. No such thing. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I know, I just know there's been a lot of backlash with that movie recently. I don't oh, know whoa, whoa. why. Yeah, what what is this? I haven't heard this. There's backlash. Oh, I, that movie's I a just, masterpiece. Okay, yeah, I just hear a lot of people are like, "Oh, Inception like isn't as great as people like thought it was when it first came out," and I completely disagree. I just or or like it's not Christopher Nolan's like one of his best, or it's really not that great. I've just heard that from people. I don't know. I absolutely love that movie. It probably is my favorite. Um, I, don't, I don't see how you fault that film. First of all, for a movie shooting that high to nail it like he did is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And there's nothing. Try and describe that movie to somebody. I mean, you can't. You can no. only see it played out in front of you, and the way he delivers it is is insanely good. Yeah. And what a okay, performance cool. out of DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll back you up on that, Sarah. I mean, that oh, scene with good. DiCaprio yeah. looking at his wife and she's about to jump. That scene is is like fraught with insane emotion. It's just such oh, a good. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah, the performances in the movie are fantastic, and they're just very simple and not like overplayed. Because sometimes, I mean, I guess that's the other thing. Like sometimes Leo's acting in certain movies, he gets criticized for his like shouty <laughs> acting, and I just think he's perfect. His in that what? Film. He like shouts and like screams a lot. I guess I don't know. Like uh, I, I buy it every time. I don't. I don't find it. he's like. Sometimes doing I'm like, that. okay, Leo, but other times I'm like, you sold me, and that's Inception. I'm like, you sold me. I believe you. I don't see him doing that as because he doesn't have anything. Like I would, I would see if he had nothing, and he said, "Oh, I got nothing here. I'm gonna yell." But he's he's always, uh, man, and he's so good in once. Yeah, he time always in Hollywood. Has yeah, yeah, he's 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 a deep rich actor i I love yeah. everything he's in pretty much or at least love watching him in in whatever he's in yeah good good pick sarah <laughs> yes indeed that's a very good pick i want to go back a sec to ghostbusters once again uh yes. so you and your wife went to ghostbusters fan fest earlier this year how was that experience that was one of the best I guess you could call it a con. It's a mini con because it's about one movie that mm-hmm. we've ever been to. First of all, I don't know if this is bad for them, but it never felt oversold. Like it was just the right amount of people to do everything you wanted to do that day, which is you know, tough to do in some cons where there's just a thousand things going on. And we didn't do everything. It was impossible. They had multiple programs going on at once. But you know, when Dan Aykroyd spoke, we got there and we sat in the second row and and he talked all about making Ghostbusters. I mean, where else are you going to go right to the source to find out his inspiration for that script and his family history with, with the paranormal and, uh, and, and panels with everybody. And you could say hi, 
You know, I, I, I saw you know, Karen got to talk to Paul Feig and Karen's a huge fan of the 2016 Ghostbusters as well. It doesn't matter. She doesn't care if, it's, if they're battling ghosts, she's in, you know, and that movie does have better repeat viewings than you may have had with the first one. But uh, so, yeah, just stopping him on the street and getting to tell him, you know, what, what a great thing uh, that movie was for her to see female Ghostbusters after, you know, t- t- what is it? 32 years of of. Not being seeing any female Ghostbusters, you know, it was a big deal to have that conversation. So, uh, yeah, that was that was quite a day. And everybody except Bill Murray, of course, you know, that guy's aloof. What are you going to do? He's elusive. <laughs> but everyone else was pretty much there. I mean, it would have been nice to have Sigourney or Annie Potts, I suppose. But she, Annie Potts sent a video greeting. It was it was a great day. Absolutely great day. Yeah, so, and uh, and such a fan base too. Not a jerk in oh, the crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. ghost ghost heads are the best fans out oh. there. Yeah, so everyone we bumped into, it's like, hey, 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 it was, we immediately have something to talk about, and there's, you can go back to, you know, uh, your history with Ghostbusters while you're sitting there having lunch with strangers. It's yeah, it was it was a great day. Are you looking forward to the new one that's coming out? Oh yes, and it was. Ghostbusters Fan Fest that sold us on that. Like, first of all, I think we all know Jason Reitman is a quality director. I mean, he had a run there for a while where every movie he made was great. Uh, mm-hmm. Lately, he's had some ups and downs, but uh, overall, as a career, fantastic filmmaker. And they had a Q&A with he and Ivan. And Ivan was talking about making the movie, and he was telling stories, and he got visibly choking up, you know, like talking about the salad days, you know, the great days when they made this movie and they were all young and uh, it was pretty emotional. And Jason realized that, you know, and he, he told his dad at that moment, he says, I'm, I'm making this film for the fans. Sure. But really, I'm making it for you, dad. You're the best storyteller I know. And I make this. And we just went, OK, this is the right guy. We got the right guy for uh, for the good Ghostbusters reboot. Uh, now, everyone claims that the script is amazing, Aykroyd, and I mean, it brought Murray back on board, you know, so it's got to be pretty good. And so I'm hoping for the best. I mean, the cast is solid. Paul Rudd. I mean, is there anybody better than Paul Rudd? You can put that guy in anything, you know, and he's so good. I just started watching his show on Netflix. It was, you know, so far it's really good. I mean, that guy is just a rock solid addition to anything. So Ghostbusters, yes, please, and Finn Wolfhard and uh, uh, Carrie Coon. I mean, they, uh, I, I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great and more, cast. please. There um, should have been more for the last 35 years, right? That, that, I mean, I know. Maybe they wisely didn't oversaturate it, but uh, and hopefully they're not now. But I'll mm. take one more, absolutely. And um, you are a part of the Schmodown. How did you first get involved in the Schmodown? Christian and Mark of the Schmoes uh, had a show on the Toad Hop Network about seven years ago. And we were on that same network. We were on the same night. So it was like movie night on the Toad Hop Network. This is uh, Frosty and Heidi. No, not Frosty. Heidi and Frank without Frosty. After the Frosty, Heidi and Frank show on local L.A. radio uh, went away, those two started this network of podcasts. And... So we got to know those guys and we you know, clearly were up on the same night and, and we'd see each other. Then we'd see each other at cons and other things. And then the network folded. Heidi and Frank went back with Frosty and went back on the radio. They're on KLOS here in the mornings. I think uh, 
Mark and Christian still appear on their show every once in a while. But uh, we kind of didn't see Mark or Christian for a long time. But I guess I kept them on my newsletter for the movie guys. There's you know a small handful of people. We send out newsletters to just say, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's the interviews we got going on, articles we're writing, places you can find our podcast, some live comedy show we're doing. And he reached out and he says, you know anything about trivia? And I said, uh, yes, Adam and I could come on there and play and play to win. And so, uh, yeah, the, the free for all, that's when we got on board. And it's been great reconnecting with those guys. They are, you know, pretty authentic movie lovers. So it's, and I mean, talk about another good fan base. Like Ghostbusters, oh, yeah. Schmodown fans and the players we're with are all outstanding people. It's been a, it's been a trip. We get to be jerks. <laughs> And people you, love you, it's right? It's a character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where else are you going to love you being a jerk? That's that's that is that part is cool. <laughs> just just the WWE and the Schmodown. True. That's true. Very uh, true. Do you, Do you take inspiration from the '80s jerks of '80s movies? I wrote an article about them for the movie guys. You can go find it. It's uh yeah the the top six. 80s jerks i think i narrowed it down to i mean those guys are the best that was the best jerks of all time if you weren't russian you were one of these comedy jerks or you know and occasionally you know i had to include like um alan rickman and die hard i mean he's a big jerk but the best jerks were yeah paul gleason right because he jerked in like two or three movies breakfast club he was a principal there if you don't know the great paul gleason of course he was uh, the jerk cop and diehard just kept yelling at John McClane. Yeah, we got this. We got this handled. Get it. You know, that's a great jerk when they when you know your hero's got things handled, but the jerk comes in and has to uh, has to yell at you for doing everything wrong. Which of course he did. He's John McClane. He handles things. But um, yeah, uh, Johnny Lawrence, right? William Zabka, and I don't know if you've seen this TV show Cobra Kai, but it is phenomenally good. Perhaps the best show on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Better Call Saul, and then Cobra Kai. That show is surprisingly awesome. I mean, I thought it would be great, but I think I say surprisingly because people may not give it much credit, but if you sit down in front of it, that show is entertaining as hell. Uh, he's great, yeah. The, and then there's a guy, God, I can't even remember his name. That's how unfair the universe has been to him. Um, I might look this up because i got to find out what the guy's name is. Uh he was the bad guy. He was Kent in Real Genius. And he was uh, the bad guy in Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Hmm. What was amazing about him being a jerk uh... is in Real Genius, he was a nerd jerk. Like He was the jealous jerk of the... Uh... Oh, what's his name? Come on. What is his name? You know his name. No, that's the problem. You don't. His name is Robert Prescott. And so he was uh, the nerd okay. jerk and real genius who was jealous of Chris Knight, who really wanted the affection of uh, Dr. Hathaway. And so he, you know, foiled everything and he was, he was a real ass. But then in Bachelor Party, he played like the rich jerk. He was the boyfriend of the, uh, you know, he really wanted the girl that Tom Hanks was going to marry. And so he tried to, get in the way of that from rich guy jerked him. So that, I mean, truly to show a variety of jerk in the eighties that wins Robert Prescott. And I will never forget your name again. My bad, but uh, he's the, the, the Uber jerk of them all. 
do I pull from them? I don't know. I think we we pull more from the bro culture on the Schmodown. Hmm. The 80s jerks. Oh, Which is a right. whole new level yeah. of jerk they've found there. Hmm. Okay. Well, if you're ready, we're just going to jump right into our rapid fire game with you. And then we'll jump into a promo break and have you on your way. For it. Okay. Yeah. So... I was trying to think of a different question, but I think we are uh, pretty solid with what we got. Um, uh, yes, Rapid Fire is the very great way to fastly know somebody through yes or no questions and short answers. I am going to start a timer for three minutes. <laughs> okay. And, Sorry, and I'm just, I've given nothing in the realm of short answers so far on this appearance. Go ahead. <laughs> no, this is going to be interesting then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be gonna interesting. We're going to challenge you to just keep it short as possible and uh, give it straight. Um, yeah, I will start the timer so we can get on track here. And I'll start off with the first question, which should be a tricky one. Uh, Han Solo or Indiana Jones? That is... Oh, God, Sophie's choice. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say Indiana Jones. Uh, Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi. Coffee or tea? See. Have you ever been arrested? Yes. Oh, that's oh. not a short short answer. Oh, man. <laughs> we, we can pause the timer. You can elaborate. To, you can I elaborate. Mean, I, here's that. The deal. In college, I was, uh, we got a, a notice in the spring for noise ordinance violation at our like off-campus house where I lived with three other guys from the theater department. And Come fall, we were eating our dinner and playing music really loud. So we're like eat, sitting there eating pasta in the living room, but playing like this, uh, I think it was the soundtrack to the movie Tucker. Like it was nothing, right? Like it wasn't Guns N' Roses. Um, and cops came up to the door and arrested us for noise violation. Like, what are you talking about? He says, well, that's the second time, you know, the second time we got to bring in. I was like, we're having dinner. We're not even like having a party. Also, our first... <laughs> violation of this, this is our second, was in the spring. We left. We moved home. We had whole summers uh, away from here. It came back, and now this is our second. You don't even know we're the same people. Like, wow. it was the worst arrest. I mean, it's, it's an embar- now that I've told it out loud, it really is an embarrassing arrest. I should go get arrested for something much more interesting and much more viable than that. That is a weak reason to get arrested. I'm going to uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go steal something to make that a better story for the next show oh, I'm on. No. But can you believe that? And we were like, then I then it was like, uh, who cares at this point? I just started yelling at our neighbors. Thanks a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. You guys were arrested. What was it? Murder? Larceny? Just steal a car? No. Pasta. <laughs> Pasta with ragu. If we're we're in college. It's not even good. Wow, that's that's great. That's a great story. <laughs> um, are you an early bird or a night owl? An owl. That, that's the time to avoid phone calls and meetings and all that. You get a lot done at night. Does pineapple go on pizza? Uh, pizza isn't owned by New York. Everybody can have a shot at it, do what you want. That's a short answer. I'm doing the short answer thing. Or is it, am I doing too much? Yeah, yeah. It's no, good. no, you're great. Okay. Uh, do you believe in aliens? There's a lot of things that need to prove themselves. They haven't. Bacon or sex? What? <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones. I mean, come on. I don't know. 
Do you believe in ghosts? Oh, a lot of things need to prove themselves when they have <laughs> What is your biggest pet peeve? Ooh. They used to be Kinkos, but they're gone now. So, uh, biggest pet peeve. Injustice. Has me mad. What is the most overrated film? Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Wow. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> uh, the, the best part, the best part of that movie winning Best Picture is it sets a precedent for Endgame to do the same thing. If you can win for more than one movie, then Endgame's got a shot. But uh, on its own, Return of the King is wow. You upset okay. a lot of people with that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> thank you, Paul, for coming on so much. We had a great time. Uh, where can people find you? Movieguys.net and at the Movie Guys, pretty much everywhere else. Uh, you can find your social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that nonsense. Uh, Tumblr, LinkedIn. Uh, you know, there we are. So if you, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's where, and of course on the Schmodown, you know, next season we'll be back. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break so you can listen to some promos for other Merc Win a Movie blog shows. Hello, everybody. Jay Wade. And Kaylin here. To tell you about SEN Afterlife. It's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on SEN Live as well as have guests on to join in the fun. Yep, and we get personal too. We do movie reviews, and at times we go way off the rails, which I guarantee is always Kalen's fault. Hey, how rude and not true. So come join us on the Mark with a Movie Blog feed, and remember to rate, share, and subscribe. And as always, enjoy. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's names, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans, this is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talkin' Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. everybody, Sean and Wade here to tell you about our new review show following each episode of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. Dude, yes, Boba Fett! Not exactly, Wade. Set in the Star Wars universe, The Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi and follows a Mandalorian bounty hunter beyond the reaches of the New Republic. Yeah, Boba Fett. Did you even watch Return of the Jedi? Never mind. Join us here every week on the Merc with the Movie blog feed. <laughs> Thank God Kaylin will be here too. I don't think I can handle Wade on my own. All right, welcome back from the break. Make sure you go and listen to those shows. Hi, I'm Sean. I'm back. I'm what back. What else is Sean? We said he'd be back, and he was yeah. back. 
I wasn't allowed on the interview. Uh, yeah. Something Sarah said about not wanting my voice in there. I don't know. That's exactly not, what I said. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I said, you know I Sarah want... says some pretty harmful stuff. No, I don't. Stop. I don't want that going around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice person. Um... You know, she said some terrible things to me on our the Mandalorian review episode one. Go check that out if you want to hear is, the terrible things she said. That is not true. <laughs> I did uh, well. I did make a joke on it and kind of called them out. So you know it's fine, but whatever. <laughs> very rude. Anyway, what are we moving on. About? Uh, so we have um, our co-host is with us. And speaking of co-hosts, we had some awesome co-host, like guest co-host, on this week of After Live. Was, um, was I supposed to watch live this week? Wait. Yes. God damn it! All right, guys, give me like ten minutes. <laughs> Oh, well, Sean, you wrote most of our notes, so I don't I know did. what you're talking about. <laughs> don't do that. I'm trying to do a bit. You're, you're like Got Roxy. To... You ruined the bit, Sarah. God. Every show has to have a Roxy, and I guess we found ours. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to list off who we had this week. On Tuesday, we had Koi, uh, Jean Drew. I can't say it the way that Jean he said Drew, it. Jean Drew, Jean Drew. Um, and Hector Navarro. Anything you guys want to say about them? We'll just go. I love them. <laughs> I love them both. Oh, I, I love them both, both so much. Hector is such a positive voice in this space that anything that he's on, mm-hmm. I love to hear. And Corey just—I mean, even subdues that dude as he was on Tuesday is a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> no, but like, sir, do you watch a lot of the stuff that he's normally on? Because I uh, could tell he was—I could tell he was subdued, but still. Yeah, I could tell he was lower energy than usual, but like, mm-hmm. you know, he's so he's such big energy to begin with that uh, it's not as noticeable. Yeah, they were both great. Um, I think the interesting thing is like every guest brought like every day brought a different energy. Like it felt mm-hmm. like the show felt mm-hmm. different, and which I really mm-hmm. like appreciated. Um, yeah. Wednesday we had Scott Mance and Greg Alba talking about energy. Scott Mance is oh my god! Like, yep. Yeah. We need to get man. him and Koi on the same day. Like, <laughs> oh. But, oh. oh. You're sleeping on Greg Alba and how funny! Oh, I he love is. Greg. I know Greg. And Greg Alba, Alba was taking shots at Mance perfectly i know oh. <laughs> that was good talking, they were like mance is such a great guy yeah he's so energetic mance is great and then alba just goes from the corner yeah but i feel like people should know secret racist <laughs> yeah that was a good jab i was just like oh man i've been watching him since like the beginning of real Re- mm-hmm. rejects so he's a good guy he's at the yeah. same age as me though i just realized so yeah well you're old so shut up great i really liked i don't i guess they're they're not a team anymore right or are they the real rejects is that a team yeah yeah they are i really like that often though they they haven't broken up or anything so they're still okay you don't see john humphrey now appearing so much i think greg's like the representative of real rejects to be honest so i did like greg's um intro this year for uh the free-for-all when he did the uh star is born thing and he did like the peeing (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) that was great (laughs) well and then it was like copyright because the song i never got to see it you never got to see it because they played the song you can see it on the youtube it's just they I think so. I thought they cut it out. I thought they cut the opening out because I don't think I've seen it, and I've watched that free for all. Oh, I don't it's know because that's, 
That's how I watched it was on that YouTube. But did you watch it when it happened or did you watch it after? I know. I, no, I watched I, it after. I no. saw it. Maybe live. I'm just crazy. It was maybe like Mike insane. lied to me. Maybe I Mike think... told me that it was gone, and I just believed him. Uh, I don't know. You're such yeah, you're so maybe. sometimes. <laughs> um, Thursday we had Ben Bateman and Andrew Guy, and listening to the podcast version, I could not tell who was which. <laughs> they sounded <laughs> extremely alike. It's difficult. I feel like their personalities was the only way that I was able to tell them apart. Andrew's a little also... bit more chill. Like yeah. his voice is a little bit more calmer, and Ben's is a slightly higher. But sometimes, like, Andrew would be talking, and I was like, oh, good point, Ben. And then Ben would start talking, and I was like, wait. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't. <laughs> oh, that's, and, that's uh, funny. Sarah's going to be doing a new podcast called uh, Recognizing the Action Guy's Voices. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. They were great. I, I loved those two because, like, they're – I don't watch – Um, I listen to the Action Guys. Is that the one they have to do for Collider? Yes. That's the yeah, I listen guys, to that yeah. sometimes. And I, I don't ever really watch their actual show, Action Movie Anatomy, or any of the, like, their yeah, news stuff that they do. Yeah, I'm subscribed to that, so I watch that sometimes. That's really good. But, like, listening to them, they're very knowledgeable. They're very mm-hmm. good. They've got a great mm-hmm. voice on it. I, like, that's what it comes down to with this week was I knew all of these people already to some extent. But yeah. just, you know, putting them in there and, and getting that dynamic was so refreshing. It was so yeah. refreshing. Yes. It was great. And then finally today we had Perry Namaroff, Jeff Snyder, and Tom Dagnito. It was so um, good. It was, it was, it was, it was good. so good. Friday shows are always my favorite. Crazy. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Like it felt very natural this whole week. Like they were just bringing up different like side conversations and honestly, I mean we all know I don't really like the phone calls, but anytime there were phone calls, I was like, "No, like I want to get to know you their like questions the more." No, I don't. I don't like the phone calls. I don't know. I didn't know that. They, I feel like, I don't know. I just don't like it. Like, if you know the call, like, there's some good phone call people, like Saul or like yeah. some of the other people. Right. But when it's like really awkward, I'm just, yeah. I'm just an awkward person. That I just, <laughs> yeah, get so it's cringe. That's yeah. so well, cringe. Yeah, I cringed hard today at one of the phone calls. Uh, I'm just going to call the. The, the, the question out because uh when the person called in and they were like if you if you're only a fan of the original trilogy can you really be a star wars fan i was like oh, oh, no, oh stop, oh, stop oh. talking because yes. uh, like i understood the point he was making but i was like i was yeah. i felt bad for him because he was about to get torn the fuck apart and i was like oh, oh no just stop pull back retreat abort <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I was cringing the whole time with, like, the English guy because I couldn't understand a word he was saying. And I just, oh, when he was, that was hilarious because Sarah, nobody knew what he was saying. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Nobody in the booth knew either. Then Cody was like, this is my favorite guy. He's like, I have no idea what he said. I felt (laughs) bad for um, the French guy that called in today. Or I think he was French. No, he wasn't French. I didn't listen to all the Actually, no, I think. There was a French guy maybe last week or maybe earlier this it week. It was last week. Last week. But this – today there was a guy from Rio de Janeiro, I think, that called in. And he had a, actually an interesting point to bring up. And he was being pretty vague with it about the Mandalorian, but I don't think they could really understand what he was saying. So they just assumed he was spoiling stuff. And I was like, nah, he's being very vague. And it's an interesting question, but, you know, eh. they didn't really get the question. Mm. It sucks. But- 
It was great, but I mean, besides that, I thought it was a really, really strong second week of this. I really like that they're like bringing in all these different yes um people, and I hope they keep it up. Like, because <laughs> it was, it was fun. sorry, Sarah. Can can I say what you said in chat? Maybe on air. I'm pretty sure you said, and you can we can cut this out. We can ask Josh to cut this out if you don't want this said on air. Did you say that you thought this was the best week of Collider Live ever? No, Did I, say I, that? I said that. Did you that. say that, Mike? Oh. Okay. I said that. I said, I think this is the best. I agree. Had I, I, was saying, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, she I think said, this was... I, she said, I agree to my post. So I was okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I This is the best. Yeah. The best. I think that was the best week we've had ever. It was awesome. It was it really was. good. It was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And not even so much, like, I think the movie news and stuff this week is what. Like, like sucked honestly but i just think everything else was except for like disney plus not it was the it it was the rotating voices yeah Mm -hmm. it was great it was so much fun even if you throw one new voice in every day of the week so that like it's just it when you have like the same three people in in mark darina and roxy i love it but also when you do just the three of them for all five days, yeah, like it gets a little tired by the end. Yeah, but especially when we're doing two-hour shows, four days a week, and then an hour show on the last, like that's 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 nine hours of them. Yeah, without and we any know other a lot of their opinions. Anymore, on you things know, already. So mm-hmm. and we've been doing it for so long that like it's it's not stale. But it's we know a lot of the stuff that they're talking about already. Uh, mm-hmm. We know we know what they're going to say. Pretty, we have got a pretty good idea of what they're going to say or think about something. So when you add in the new voices, I think that's just that's what keeps the show going. I think if they could every week have Mark Darina or every day have Mark Darina, Roxy, and then one person every day that's different from the space, I think that'd be mm-hmm. perfect. I think it'll be the perfect show. That seems like what they're gonna do. I hope so. Hopefully, I, if they if can they use the, mm-hmm. if they use this formula, I think it's gonna be a smash. Yeah, I I spent most of the week hoping that Cody was gonna show up on the desk at some point because we we were getting so many different people in on the show, and uh, yeah, I think he'd be awesome to have on the show just once. I know that we, you know, he's got to do the back end stuff, so we can't have him on all the time or anything but i love like i love the wangers the wanger show i think that's great so like i'd love to see him on the collider live desk once and the other thing i wanted to say was that um literally i was watching movie talk today and snyder was on movie talk and i was like man i really want to see him on collider live <laughs> you're welcome and you're welcome behold. thank you Sean. Behold. you're welcome no problem i, I do it Friday. i do it for you guys oh I do my it for god you guys. And also on the show, we have one celebrity, I guess, uh, interview. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? What do you mean you guess? How I'm like, dare no, you? No, no, I, no, no, I didn't mean it that way. I mean, like, should we call them, like, celebrity? Because they're not necessarily, like... He was a mute, like, movie ninja stars. Turtle. Like, yeah, I was, I was just a say, Ninja he, Turtle. He, he, no, he was I'm Raphael in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for crying aloud. There's a difference, isn't there a difference between celebrities and like movie stars or Sarah, like Sarah, why? shows. <laughs> why would you say that you hate Alan Rich? That's not what I You're said. like, I don't know who Alan Richson's so Alan Richson. 
Oh, did you guys know who he was? Did you I guys did not until they brought up Titans. I recognized his voice and I, I was like, I feel like I've seen him in something. And then he was, they were like, uh, yeah, you're hot Titans. I was like, oh, that's what I've seen him in. What about you, Mike? When he was talking about the turtles uh, back behind the uh, scenes, that I was like, blew my mind because I was like, whoa. Yeah, I watched the two films and I was like, "Shit, I didn't, I didn't, ex- <laughs> so I didn't expect, I didn't expect the behind the scenes shit to be horrible." Yeah, he was going in on them. Well, for those <laughs> good four fucking, like, actors. Yes, that was like the best. Yeah, that was. It, it was, was interesting. It was a good interview. I know him from Hunger Games, so there, Alan Rich- uh, Richardson. I've never seen or read the Hunger Games. <gasps> I yeah. love the Hunger Games. <laughs> I'm sorry. So good. I, I've only seen the first one and half of the second one. The first one's trash. <laughs> Just saying. Come at me. I've said it on there. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on to uh, Collider Live nonsense. Oh, Sean, please give us the update on your Popeye's chicken sandwich. Let me tell you about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. This thing was Pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, it was, you know, uh, the the chicken was fantastic. Uh, it had mayo on it, and I wasn't so sure about that. I just really couldn't taste it. Um, and I'm not a big mayo guy, but, like, it was really there to just keep the chicken from being dry. And it had two pickles on it. So here's – I'm going to give you a tip, Popeyes, okay? More pickles, throw on a piece of lettuce, and instead of mayo, honey mustard. Mm. Boom. Mm. There you go. That is the sandwich. That would make it perfect. But it was still pretty good. The chicken was really good. The actual chicken part of it was fantastic. It was everything else. I was like, oh, and the bun was really good, too. The bun was, like, nice and crunchy. So everything was, it was, it was good. It was good. The chicken sandwich part of it was good. It was the additional stuff that they added that could have used some work. Thanks for coming to Sean's uh, Food Reviews. I'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, did you wait in like a long line, or were you uh, able to just get it? No, I, I just I went to the drive-through. There was no one there, and I was like, "Wow, yeah." Wow. I mean, I went at lunch on a work day, so like that's true. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I've thought a lot about this next question. By the way, okay, our next collider live nonsense uh, question. I think at one point it was one of the caller questions. Um, they, on Monday, they asked if you were stuck on a deserted island with a member of the Collider Live crew, but for the sake of our show, of the Merkwood and Movie Blog crew, uh, who would you bring? All right. So go ahead, Sean. Oh, okay, fine. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to go down the list and tell you guys why. Oh, why God. <laughs> Kaylin, oh, no. It can't be Kaylin because she's got a kid. I'm not going to do that to Kaylin. Right. Oh, Caleb was my choice. <laughs> it can't be Josh. Josh also has a kid, I think. And yeah. can't do that to him either, right? Sarah, uh, no. Uh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Wade, Wade Excuse and I would, me? You know, you, you're married. I'm not going to do that to you either. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to take you away from your family. Wade right. and I would kill each other within like 30 minutes. <laughs> Here's the deal. If I want to survive... I'm bringing Mike. I think Mike and I could work together and we could survive. If I think that I'm going to die anyways and I might as well just have fun before I die, it's me and David B, baby. David (laughs) B is going to have a blast on that island until we die of dehydration. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. I thought about this. I had a whole week to think about this. Oh my and god. I think my answer was perfect, to be honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm touched. I'm honored. Man, I'm let's offended. do this. <laughs> my I'm god, really offended. Sarah, what I'm saying is I don't want to take you away from your family. I feel yeah, bad. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Mike. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. Mike and I think Mike and I would survive. I think Mike and I could work together well enough that we would survive. But Wade and I would kill each other within like 30 minutes. <laughs> He'd be like, the last Jedi sucks. And I'd just club him in the back of the head with a rock. <laughs> oh, he'll try to eat you too in the process. Yeah. <laughs> he'll yeah. like, do his whole cannibal thing that Roxy did. It's like, I'm going to yeah. eat you first. Or <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Mike? Um, no, I thought about it too, and uh, I was gonna say the same for Sean. I mean, yeah, that's right. Aww. You better we can work together and survive on the island together, and yeah. then we can kind of like do a offshore power rangers. Yes, oh we're, not even, we're not sending it to anybody just to keep ourselves sane. We're just sitting on the beach. We've made like seats out of sand, and like we've made like a wooden desk and a wooden microphone, and we're just sitting there talking into the void. Like we've got we, we've got Wilson from Castaway sitting there, and we're <laughs> welcome. The end of the. <laughs> well, so I hope you two survive and make it off the island. Um, I decided I will pick Kaylin just because her family. I get it. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be away, no, because <laughs> we'll be able to communicate with each other and be able to just like leave. <laughs> just leave. Just leave. Yeah, like like I'll be able to just be like Kaylin. Like I just need a minute, and she'll be like, oh, okay, oh, like. Oh. I- <laughs> oh, you guys are just walk off the island. You're gonna be like, yeah. oh, he's gonna leave the island, you know? That's how it works. Uh, You're stuck on the fucking island for a reason. Anyway, yeah, so that's what would happen. Kaylin is my choice. Um, anyway. <laughs> that makes sense. That just checks out. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to take her from her family, so that's yeah. Well, you, that's too bad. bad you already. Did I guess. It. I you guess I did. It. I'm yeah. so sorry, Kaylin. Um, <laughs> we'll make it back. I promise. Um, so another thing that happened. <laughs> I'm so tired. Another thing that happened. Um, on Monday or no, not Monday, Tuesday, whatever show they're talking was, about. Tuesday. Yes. 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 Uh, Riley was talking about his ghost encounter. With his grandma or mama, mama, that's what he calls her. Um, do you guys believe in ghosts or spiritual beings? Mikey first. Okay. I've, I've seen, I have not seen th- anything, anything personal, but I hear stories like what Riley's been telling throughout Collider's history of life. And I'm just like, okay, that's gotta be real. And I, I can believe it. I can believe there's, ghosts and beings and afterlife and all that crap so mm-hmm. i do believe it hmm. what about you sean no you first what? <laughs> no you first um i don't know i don't think so <laughs> i don't yeah i don't really think there's like ghosts but there might be i guess there's a difference between like spirits yeah that's and, completely different <laughs> yeah so i believe in spirits but i don't believe in like hauntings or ghosts or like things like that but i believe in like demons and spirits and i am a demon uh, oh okay <laughs> moving I, I on don't, i don't believe in any of it personally i'm very much like coy and hector where it's like i need to see it 
to yes or, or yeah, i need the like it. science but i will say i felt a little bad because hector sounded like he was talking to a child the whole time because <laughs> when because 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 mark would say something i'd be like wow really like yeah like you're talking to a kid and the kid is like and then and then i picked up the sticking like wow good job <laughs> like I liked it though. I felt I like it was, it was like a great conversation. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I loved it was the conversation. Very, <laughs> yeah, I was very intrigued, even though I don't really believe in that stuff. But I was like, "What happens next?" <laughs> I mean, I can't like definitively definitively say it doesn't exist because yeah. like nobody can do that. But like, I just you know, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, no. Um, but you know what does exist? Wonderland. <laughs> Scott Vance's love for La La Land. Uh, which... I fucking love La La Land too. I love La La Land. That movie's so good. What about mm-hmm. you, Mike? Do you like La La Land? I I have it on DVD, and I also have the soundtrack. So yes, oh. yes, I love it. Yes, I also <gasps> really like. Do you guys like La La Land as much as Scott Vance loves La La Land? I don't know about that. That's, I think I do. I really that, love it. I mean, the passion's there. I can feel the passion, but. <laughs> It's just like that. Yeah, Sean, shut I up. I feel the passion. What it's it a little too much. A little what too, is, too much is, passion. What is it about the movie that he's, like, obsessed with? Like, Everything. Obsessed. It's a perfect movie. Everything. There's nothing bad about it. Like, you can uh, just right. go back and listen to Mark, everything's... Mark doesn't like... Did Mark Riley say that he didn't like City of Stars? Yes. yes. I hate him. City of Stars. It's all right. He said that the Moana song should have won for best uh, original song. How do you how do you guys feel about that? Besides Sean, Mike, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I, I also still haven't seen. <laughs> I also Moana. have only seen half of Moana because it's boring <laughs> Boy, as hell. Right, we, we are not so, a good representation to talk about that. Then no, and we're not. Um, anyway. The ending scene of La La Land. It's. It's filmmaking at its finest. The music is Perfect. beautiful. The score is beautiful. The that entire back. final scene, the dream it's, sequence It is thing, perfect. It's yeah. perfect. It's so good. Also, Emma, Sto- Emma Star. Oh my god. Emma Stone Emma is like my favorite actress. I'm obsessed like with her. her. So, and Ryan Gosling is <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Um, <laughs> and his story about Ryan Gosling was great. Like, I just, I really like that yeah yeah I, right. i'm a big fan of la la land he's like yes we know <laughs> yes we know yes we know i also really like scott's reaction to him being a soundbite i thought that was really funny it just very yeah funny. i don't know why nobody told him about this yeah. it's like they've been doing it for, like, is like, that me? Since- <laughs> i think that was his isn't but isn't that clip because they were saying it was for, for first man winning something but i'm pretty sure it was for best yeah. picture when best picture was announced all those all those sounds are from his Oscar reactions way yeah, back yeah, yeah, in February. Yeah, yeah, but when Best Picture announced... Oh, no, no, it was for <laughs> First Man winning um, Best was it? Editing okay. or Score or something. Okay. Something um, like that, yeah. because, because everyone kept oh, telling yeah, him that it wasn't going to win. <gasps> and it did win. But I thought yeah. I thought that was really funny, and it's one of my favorite sound bites. I love... All his sound bites are so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, okay, so the last thing of the nonsense that we have to talk about that yeah. I guess only I can have experience uh, 
with personally is uh, yesterday Roxy was talking about how she burnt her hand on her curling iron. So she went to pick up the curling iron. She said, "Is that what happened?" Was yeah, she that's like, what, "That's what she said." She just, oh my god, picked it up when it was hot. Oh my god. Yep. And then she looked looked up online and say how you, she looked up online to figure out how to take care of a burn. And the first video she saw, the guy was like, "You got to put it in boiling water to like just so it doesn't." bubble up or something the blister <laughs> she she said she was standing there with her hand in the boiling water just crying because it hurt so bad i feel so bad for her but i'm also just like i don't know if that's a joke or not that that guy did like i never heard that like well, I, I don't yeah know. i know I know you're not supposed to do the extreme hot to extreme cold or whatever, but like, I did not look, know that. So I knew that, that but <laughs> this entire topic is boring me. And I want to go back real quick to Scott Mance because I just wow. looked it up because I go needed ahead. to know what it was. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's from Olivia Coleman winning best actress. And then, oh. yeah, yeah, you looked it up yeah. That fast? I did him I'm yelling. Yeah. Is from Rami Malek winning best actor. Really? Yes, because it's on the Collider video page. Here, I'll link it. But, you know, oh. anyways, uh, you guys are talking about something that bored me, so I went and looked it up. What? Uh, no, it was the only time, well, it was the only time Roxy was on the show this weekend, Thursday, so. Yeah, she burned yeah. her hand on a curling iron. It sucks, you know. I don't know. It does suck. It really hurts to burn yourself. Yeah, it's awful. I'm very it's sorry. Terrible. Moving on. So what happened this week in some <laughs> entertainment news? Um... Uh, Sean, I definitely know has Disney Plus. Mike, did you oh, get yeah. Disney Plus? Nope. So now, okay, so go take a nap. We'll wake you up <laughs> in like 10 minutes. Um, yep, see you later, guys. Have fun. So, so Disney Plus launched on Tuesday mm-hmm. um, as 10 million people uh, might know. I, that's what the number was, right? Like 10, yeah, 10 million, million. 10 subscribers. Million. Um, it launched on Tuesday. Ten, a whole lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> too many people. Too many, obviously, too many people bought it, tried to watch it. So it was supposed to launch at 9 a.m. Um, I was reading on Tuesday, but then they were like, oh, it's going to launch at 6 a.m. for this is my time. Uh, or everybody was wrong. Yeah. And then it launched early and it launched at like 3 a.m. Um, it launched at midnight. It midnight did. Eastern. It did. Yes, because I watched Are you kidding the, the me? Mandalorian at midnight. I went to bed at like 11.30 Tuesday because <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I'm not waking up at 3 a.m. to watch or 6 a.m. No. to watch this. I was so I was a, close. <laughs> I was about to go to sleep at midnight and I saw people on Twitter. They were like, I've got it. I've got Disney Plus. And then it's like, I think on Jedi Council, they talked about it, how it was like a wave. Like I saw people all across the country, like people were like the Xbox has it, the Xbox, oh, oh, my my Roku has it, my Roku, my PlayStation has, oh, the Amazon has it now. It was like going from person, like like a plague. It was like spreading like the plague. Hey, from- I'm so mad because I actually think I was awake at midnight. Like Probably. I think that was one of those nights that I was awake because I was like, it's midnight. Should I just try and stay up till six a.m.? But I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I'm so mad right now. But yeah, at midnight, I hopped right on Disney Plus, put on The Mandalorian, watched it, ran around the uh, Disney Plus app for a little bit, and about 1 a.m., it all just went to shit. And I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. I'm gone. So you you did have issues with it? Yeah, about an hour after it launched, when I think everybody started to get into it, is when it started to 
<laughs> go down the toilet. And when I woke up at like seven for work, I try. I guess I wanted to check. I went onto my phone and I tried to load the app. Nothing. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I was able. I ch- I checked it and I was able to get on around like six thirty a.m. Okay. But then same thing. It like crashed. Um, and then we tried it around ten. And because uh, my husband wanted to watch Mandalorian, and he oh, just so kept good. hitting the refresh like for like 20 minutes and every time he's just getting so angry and i'm i'm on my phone watching inside out on (laughs) such a good movie and and he's just like cussing the tv Uh, (laughs) um but deserves it yeah he's like come on man but moving in to the mandalorian we now have two episodes uh, that come out we'll just do quick little thoughts um you can listen to the recap show that sean and jay do just do a quick yeah. flow for you i might be there for a couple minutes yeah. you know whatever um <laughs> have you seen episode two i yeah we just watched it before okay what'd you think um i really liked it i, I don't it. know <laughs> i don't know how i feel about this show i'm gonna be honest i don't there's know there's a there's a specific character from the end of the first episode that got a whole lot of screen time in the second episode and i yeah. woke up at six in the morning to watch this before i went to work uh, mm-hmm. I have never said the word aww so many times over the course of half an hour as I did watching episode two. Episode two was perfect in my opinion. I It was, it was a lot better it. than one, I felt like. Like I, I think I, I but put one, about one the is same, great. But I really like Yeah, there's a certain character in episode yeah. two that I just well, love. Okay, so my husband yelled at me because I was making too much noise because whenever I see like really adorable um in any in anything like i'll just yeah. start going oh like the pokemon movie when those bulbasaurs yeah. like oh. popped up i was crying like i was sobbing because yeah. they were so cute <laughs> and he's in there like shut up so like i'm looking at the screen just like crying yeah. watching this mandalorian episode and my husband's like yelling at me like can you be quiet like i can't hear what's going on i'm like nothing's happening <laughs> like there is nothing to anyway um it was really good and yeah. now we're getting one episode a week right yeah yeah Yeah, i i hope maybe they're a little bit longer but i'm not sure i hope so yeah that's the only thing that i'm like i want more (laughs) if it's going to end up being half an hour episodes about every time i'm still okay with that because it'll end up being about four hours so we're still getting like two to two two, or or an hour and a half to two hours more than we would from just a movie right so i'm still okay with them just being half an hour these first two episodes really felt like one episode split into two, in my opinion. Yes. So I'm wondering I if Tuesday agree. and Friday, it was going to be like seven episodes and they're like, never, no, we'll do one on launch day and then one on the Friday and then everything else is going to be like a full episode. But we'll see. Who knows? Mm, um, yeah, maybe. That makes sense. You know, uh, if if next Friday comes along and it's like 34, Four thirty-five minutes. I won't be upset. Um, I think if it ever dips below the thirty-minute mark, though, I think that's going to be going too short. Yeah, but then again, I, I don't know because I woke up and I saw thirty-two minutes, and I said that was too short. And then I watched the episode, and I and thought that it was perfect. Right. Yeah, I thought like that there was felt- nothing else it needed. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree. So okay. I mean, I guess I can't. <laughs> I can't judge it until I've seen the episode. You know. Yeah. Until we really see the whole season and i yeah. think we're able to see what the whole really yeah. story of this show is yeah. going to be um but it's great but besides the mandalorian um one of the callers said 
is there like a reason to keep Disney Plus or is there really anything else to watch besides The Mandalorian? Uh, what do you think about this? And I'm curious, Mike, because you don't have Disney Plus. So, yeah, but he thinks Disney's the devil too. So, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I agree. Evil corporations. Listen, listen, Terrible. Disney's awful. There are so many worse corporations. It, this could have been AT&T they, they or They are taking Verizon. over the globe. They are taking over us. You're being brainwashed by them. Yeah, by I don't care. But Disney doesn't own I'm any okay more with it. than like AT&T owns. AT&T is I'm, much worse. I, like, I, okay, let me clarify before we get into this. I said a couple Disney's weeks awful. ago, I said a couple of weeks ago, because we talked about this before, yeah. And I said, I will probably get it later on yeah. in a year or two when it's all settled down with all the hype being just slowing down. There's, there's more, more content. <laughs> yeah. There's more content because I'm interested. I'll ask the question first or answer the question first. I'm interested in the Marvel shows they talked about this week, at least with like mm-hmm. She-Hulk and Moon Knight. And then there's like a couple other, uh, there's another show that they announced and it was the, um, the Mighty Ducks reunion yeah. show or something mm-hmm. I, i'm a big mighty ducks fan but other than that it's just like it's nostalgia overload they they like on tuesday show they're kind of like reminiscing about like all the classic shows or watching all the movies they were re-watching so it's all about that as well to watch in disney plus yeah so, uh, i guess my point was that the internet has such a hate boner for disney and it's like yeah, Disney's bad, but they're also a mega corporation, and all mega corporations are bad. Yeah, uh, it's th- Disney isn't special. Uh, what I would be very worried about with Disney is not their greediness with money, but what they want to do with the copyright laws, because that that is probably the most damage that they could do. Uh, which it pretty much getting rid of public domain. Uh, <laughs> they don't want any of their characters to go into public domain, mm-hmm. and they will they will dismantle public domain if they have to, to have that done. I think that is much more dangerous than them making a streaming service to get some more money. Cause I, they're greedy. Corporations are greedy. Look at AT&T, look at any of those, you know, uh, Warner, any of those. Um, back to the original question of what else is on Disney plus though. I've been watching high school musical, the musical, the series. I've seen the first episode. Uh, I'm going to watch episode two. Uh, it's like a train wreck that I can't look away from. I've been binging the clone wars, <laughs> Clone Wars season two or season seven airs in February, so I'll be watching that. We're gonna see the siege of Mandalore, you know, with the Mandalorian stuff. It kind of ties in there. Uh, I've been watching like old cartoons. I watched a couple episodes of Phineas and Ferb. Um, old oh, for me. I watched a couple episodes of X Men Evolution. I watched a couple episodes of Sweet Life on Deck. Just like oh, nostalgia man. stuff. It was nost- I just watched. Uh, yeah, it was great. I, I it was a bunch of nostalgia stuff that I went back and watched. And for me, Disney Plus is really going to be what I put on to fall asleep to at night. Are you interested in any of the other shows that Disney has launched with besides High School Musical? Uh, I, I, Encore looks interesting. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. I've heard it's very heartfelt, and I want to check out all of them. I watched the Forky short that it launched with, and I thought that was a little, eh. Uh, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. It, it seems like it's more like, let's teach kids about things. And I thought it was not going to be that. I'm okay with what it is. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Uh, Encore looks cool. I'm going to watch Noel because my mom's a big Christmas movie lover. So I'm going to watch mm-hmm. that with her. Uh, I want to see Lydia and the Tramp. So yeah, I mean, I'm going to check out all the stuff they have. I just think once that's done, once <laughs> all those things I've sp- have been seen, it's really going to become a nostalgia machine until... Yes, I agree. Uh, 
until Clone Wars in February, and then after that until like uh, next fall. But also, we have to remember. I mean, I, I feel like every other week we hear about a massive property getting something still. on Disney Plus. Yeah, still. still. So I think next next fall, I think getting through this first year is the most important part for them. Yeah. Because next fall, when Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts and all these other shows that they keep putting into into development start to come out, I think it's going to kill until yeah. like until it dies. Uh, yeah. I think this first year is just going to be a little rough with them, and it is going to be a nostalgia mm-hmm. machine for the first year. But once you get past that, I think they're going to be okay. I'm okay with that. Uh, for me, I I don't understand why some of their other shows they didn't just do it all binging. Because like Mandalorian, yeah. like I get, but like why the yeah. Encore show isn't binging? I'm really into. Subscribed. Yeah, people but I don't think around to it. I don't think enough people are into that show to keep it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, like it's less about that and more about making you forget about the seven dollar charge on your card every every month maybe i just know like i'm not coming back to like because i really like the imagineer show that they have um because i'm really into like disney world and disney parks and all that kind of stuff um so i find that like fascinating but i'm frustrated that it's like oh yeah i have to come back every friday to watch another episode like it's like something i will yes i will but exactly there you go but i keep i keep forgetting that I don't know. Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I have to wait. that's coming out. Yeah, but now that yeah. I know, I guess, like, it wasn't announced that, like, oh, these shows are also going to yeah. be recurring. It was just, I just was under the assumption that just Mandalorian was. So I was like, I don't know when these shows drop. But it seems like all the new episodes will drop on Friday, regardless of the show. So, like, I guess that, like, I get. But yeah. I just feel like it wasn't a smart idea for those shows because i don't really know other people that are watching it that are going to be like oh yeah i need to go back to watch that show like i don't know like i think the bigger issue isn't them coming out weekly it's that they're all coming out on the same day and i think that's something that apple tv plus also has an issue with all of the shows get updated every friday i think you should Mm -hmm. be spreading them out throughout the week um mandalorian should be coming out one day high school musical the musical the season should be coming out on another day they're yeah. big shows. I get like Imagineering or the Imagineering show and like Encore coming out on the same day. Not a big deal, but yeah. they're big shows. I think you should spread them out. Yes, I agree. Week. I don't I think agree. that I think launching everything the same day is a, a mistake. Because I think mainly like all my friends that aren't really into like the whole movie spear or whatever, like my mm-hmm. friends are texting me like, oh, I got Disney Plus because they have. Uh, they have Disney movies. Like they don't care yeah. about any of this other stuff. They care yeah. about the old Disney right. Channel shows, or they care about all. Oh, my oh, yeah. best friend got it just for all the um, the Nightmare Before Christmas, James and the Giant Peach, like those movies. And she's yep. like, oh, like I guess oh, James and the Giant Peach. I watched that the other night too. Yeah, like that's what I think. That's that what great. our yeah. generation like. They got us because we're yeah. like, oh, it's all these shows we grew up on, and all these yep. Disney from our past and. Because my mom was like, did you hear about this Disney Plus? I'm like, yeah, mom, I got it. (laughs) Yes, I did. And they're like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, my mom asked me last night if I was going to go see The Mandalorian when it came out in theaters. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, uh. (laughs) I mean, it it might even be interesting to look at it from the point of view as these shows being icing on top of the cake. As you have the subscription service for um, The Mandalorian and for the nostalgia, and then every Friday you get to go, oh, 
I have this too. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a treat, you know? Yeah. I, not the main course. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I know how they're looking good. at it. I think it's a good app. I know. I mean, I just, there's still some the kinks could use that some need to, yeah, there's some things that need to get worked out. There's mm-hmm. no like, like Netflix or Hulu, like yes. continue watching thing right now. And that really ticks me off. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just lazy. <laughs> with that but, uh, specifically, I have an iPhone. My Apple TV app keeps better track of where I am in Disney Plus shows than Disney Plus does. Wow. Yeah. I went I into my that. Apple TV app and it's like, yeah, on Disney Plus up next season one, episode 12 of The Clone Wars. Nowhere uh-huh. in Disney Plus does it tell me that. It, I can yeah. go to The Clone Wars and I can scroll down and like I can remember what episode I'm on. But nowhere does it say the next episode for you to watch is episode 12. Yeah, it's Whereas really weird. I don't Apple know why TV they didn't knows. do that. Apple TV also has continue watching for me. Like Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End continue is on my TV app. But nowhere in Disney Plus is that a thing. I think that's yeah. a major issue. I think that's yeah. like, it's missing the functionality that Netflix has that makes Netflix appealing. That you just take for granted. Yes. Like I just didn't even yes. think about it. I went to go look and I'm like, oh, like... <laughs> But anyway, I'm sure I'm sure it will get improved soon. Like I'm sure it's it's Disney. They're gonna work. Well, like so. Oh, maybe not. Well, well, here's the thing. So uh, in the video game world, there's like different um different download stores. There's like Steam. There's Origin. There's yeah. the Epic Game Store. Like so, Steam <clears throat> to give you a Steam is Disney in this scenario that I'm describing. Steam mm-hmm. has been the big the big thing on campus for so long that it's stagnated and it has a lot of great features but they haven't really implemented a new great feature in years because Mm. they don't need to because they have all the they have everybody already Mm. uh i'm worried that disney is big enough and disney has enough of a draw from the marvel shows starting next year and from star wars because i mean don't forget we've got like four three or four star wars shows in production that are going to be coming out probably 2021 2022 i'm worried that they've got enough people coming back from for those shows that they don't even need to really fix the app fix something. i'd be nice if they did and i think that they i think that disney has a level of quality that they hold themselves to yeah that gives me faith that they will fix yeah. those issues i, but I don't think they need to it. yeah i i don't think they need to in their mind to be like oh we need yeah. people to come back yeah but i could see they care so much about yeah the customers like I mean, they don't care. They, I, no, that's not what it, they don't care they about. They care about all. customers having a good experience so that they come back to so spend more money. money. Yes. So, and yeah, I feel like over what, time, people yeah. get annoyed with I have to keep going. Yeah. I can't keep track. Like, yeah. I'm just worried that these no shows prisoners. are going to be so big that people will work through the anger and frustration. Anyways. Probably, probably. But we'll see. Only time can tell. Of course. Um, anything else about Disney Plus before we move on? No. Nope. Okay. Moving on. Uh, real fast, just something I thought would be cool to talk about. Um, Jamie Lawson, is that the name? It's Yeah, Jamie. yeah. Jamie Lawson, uh, she graduated from what? Juilliard, right? Juilliard, yes. Yeah. Uh, just got cast in The Batman, and yep. everyone's speculating that she's going to be Barbara Gordon? God, right? I really hope. Yeah, Barbara Gordon, uh, okay. Batgirl, daughter of Commissioner Gordon. I really hope that she is in fact playing Barbara Gordon. I, uh, the question that is in the notes, uh, since I took over, uh, is, are we excited for the Batman? And I'll tell you, big comic book movie fan, I'm less excited about the Batman. And I'm more excited about all the side characters that they're introducing in the movie. Hmm. Because I think the most 
interesting parts of the Batman uh, mythology and lore is not him. It's all, it's Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon and Tim Drake and Jason Todd, all the Robins, all the Batgirls, all the Batwoman, all the villains. I think that is much more interesting to me than Batman is just because Batman's been done to death and everything. Yeah. So right. with all these other characters getting introduced in the Batman, I hope that Jamie Lawson leads her own Batgirl movie. I hope that they cast somebody to be Dick That's- Grayson in the batman and dick grayson shows up in a nightwing movie i would much rather see that than the batman and i think the batman is giving us that jumping off point to delve into the bigger batman mythos and explore all these other side characters Hmm. and i think that's much more interesting i'm intrigued like i'm very interested on what how they're going to handle this like if it is going to be like Hmm. uh the batman is our main and we see kind of like like joker like we spend very limited time with the side characters like if it's going to be like that but i can't see them like casting these huge names just to spend like five ten minutes with each act you know what i'm saying like i just yeah no i i understand i want to know what the structure of this movie is going to be like mm-hmm. i was very intrigued because there's huge huge names in this movie and i can't imagine them spending like 20 minutes with just Catwoman yeah. and 20 minutes with just but then at the same time like I feel like everyone's nervous if it's going to be all these villains because our movies don't have the best track record with like a lot of villains uh, yeah I think that if they're all I think that they're, they're going to share a lot of scenes together yes. to, 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 to kind of try and fix I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of one-on-one with Batman and the villains I think it's going to be Batman and a couple villains at a time in most scenes okay um, I think Jamie Lawson's going to be in the movie for like five minutes. I think Jamie Lawson is in there in the same way that Jeremy Renner was in Thor. Shows up for a quick scene. We now know who Hawkeye is. And when Avengers comes out, we'll see Hawkeye there. I Jamie didn't even Lawson. Know he was in Thor until you just. He's said. in Thor. Yeah, he's in Thor <laughs> he for like is. a minute. Uh, Jamie Lawson, I think she's going to show up. We're going to have a scene where like Batman's talking to Commissioner Gordon and his daughter's going to walk in the room. And it's like, all right, there's Barbara Gordon. If we ever want to use her later, there she is. And we have her. You don't think she'd be in a little bit more since they like announced it? I don't think it? so. Or well, did they announce it or did somebody find out that she's in? Or Jeff Snyder broke it. Yeah. Okay. That's so maybe, different than yeah. them going. Did Matt Reeves post on his Insta- or Twitter about it? Because that's what he's been doing for the big actors. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I mean, it's I, still in speculation, I believe, about Con Farrell and Andy yes. Circus. Andy Circus. So Andy Circus was confirmed. I, I do know was, that. Yeah, Andy Circus was confirmed a couple days ago. Okay. Uh, I knew that. Alfred Gordon, uh, uh, Edward Nashton as somebody. Is he Riddler? Uh, Paul Catwoman Dan- is Paul confirmed. Dan- Paul Dano is the Riddler. Oh, then who's Edward Nashton? I have no idea who's casted as. I, I knew uh, Paul Dano was the Riddler, uh, which I'm that excited was also for. Confirmed. Oh, Edward Nashton is the Riddler's actual. Movies. I thought Ed Nigma, but uh, that's what I thought too. But I guess uh, they're using a different name for. I it, guess they're so. using Edward Nashton instead this time. Yeah, so those are like the people that have been confirmed. Pretty much, you know, uh, Catwoman, Riddler, Alfred, Gordon. Those are all the people that have been confirmed by Matt Reeves. So okay. I guess these other people haven't. But I, I don't, I don't think we're going to spend a whole lot of time with Barbara Gordon in this movie. I think no. it's going to be. I think it's just going to be Batman. With um, the Riddler, 
obviously, because Paul Dano's the real villain. You gotta have some action with the, them too to begin with, because they didn't have announced oh, any really other villains. That. I I, think... I mean, not any action. I really don't want the Riddler and Batman to fight. Riddler and Batman want... should not get into a fist or, fight. I don't. No, 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 no. I wasn't suggesting that because the Riddler oh, okay, is okay. not, not the Riddler's yeah, not even it. that type. He's not that type to no. fight. He's more of a a brainy kind of quizzical kind of guy, and he looks like trick. Uh, the Batman more. I know what you've carried it in the Batman Forever, and it's not really good portrayal because I see better portrayals of the Riddler. Because I'm I'm a huge fan of the Riddler, so Paul Dano could definitely elevate that a bit. But it's great casting, yeah. and I'm actually kind of excited to see the Batman because I'm a Batman fan after all. I mean, yeah. Robert Pattinson could make it work for what is worth, but we'll just I'm have so to excited, see. Yeah. So, I I'm, so. I, I'm excited for it. So yeah, yeah. That's I'm. Super excited. I'm sad that it's so far away. It's like two years, I believe. 2021 has like six superhero movies in it as well. Or seven. It's got an insane amount. Because Black Adam's going to be be in there now. It's going to, yeah, there's too many superhero movies coming out in 2021. Black Adam, I did not add that in here. We can talk about it. We don't need to talk about it. I I guess, (laughs) unless you guys want to, I was just throwing out movies that are coming out. No, I. Do you think it's actually. I do. I do. I think it's going to come out. After Shazam, yeah. I, uh, really quickly, people, um, just, I want to say this real quick. Uh, on Movie Talk, they were talking about Avatar 2 making money and going up against uh, Black Adam. I, I'm not I'm not sure we can say whether Avatar 2 is going to make any money until we see a trailer. Do you think Avatar right. 2 is actually going to come out? Yes. No, I think that Disney, after acquiring Fox, went to James Cameron and were like, hey, they put a bunch of money into your shit. We yeah. put a bunch of money into your shit. We need results Plus, within Disney the next couple years, has the Avatar just, yeah. land in Disney yeah. World. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not even that, but they're pumping so much money into these movies to make yeah. fucking Avatar Please. two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, and like all at once. There, there is no way that Disney's going to be like, yeah, you can take as much time as you want. They're going to be like, yeah. look, they put enough money into you. We're not going to do what they did. You're going to give us a movie, or else we're cutting you off, and we're just we're done. Like you're not going to make your twenty seven movies unless you start producing results. That's not the way that Disney plays. Mm-mm. So, but I don't think we can know how Avatar 2 is going to do because it's not in the public lexicon, really. Nobody knew that Avatar was the highest grossing movie of all time. I've never heard somebody talk about a- Avatar that wasn't in the film space. I've like, only I- watched half of Avatar on Disney yeah. Plus launch day for the first time. <laughs> I saw it in theaters in 2009 and I, and I was thought bored about out of my mind. <laughs> It's, and we only watched an hour and a half of it, and I was like, "How was this nominated for Best Picture?" Like, but also, <laughs> understand it made so much money that who knows? Maybe a trailer for Avatar two comes out, and everybody remembers, and they freak out. And at that point, I think that's when we can talk box box office for that. I think we have no idea how Avatar two is going to do until a trailer comes out, just because I don't think anybody remembers it. No, uh, Mike, did you have anything about Black Adam? We just kind of. <laughs> Sorry. Went on no. a tangent, John. Yeah, no, sorry, because I, I mean, The Rock is The Rock, so we'll uh, see. Yeah, well, okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> do you, okay, so friends. <laughs> We're friends, right? Um, that was terrible. Have you guys watched Friends? Do you guys like Friends? I've never seen Friends. I know, I've seen a couple episodes. It looks terrible. What about you, Mike? I've grew up on it. I've, I've had like DVDs of like select episodes. I haven't okay. got the complete series, but yeah, I grew up on the show. I've seen it, it start and all the way to the end. I've, uh, I loved it. I still love uh, it. 
So Friends is getting the unscripted reunion show uh, officially. I know it's been like a huge thing that people want a reunion of it. I guess fans do and don't. I don't really know. Uh, what do you guys think about the unscripted idea? That sounds like a massive mistake to me. Even as I yeah. like that. I like Not that a, a lot. What, I don't. I I can understand what they're t- thinking about and talking about with that because they could like relive moments f- from yeah. the show and talk about it. You know, it'd be like a. Uh, but then I'm as I'm saying that it might be a glorified clip show. Then that's fine. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's exactly what I would want. I'm be honest. I mean, they've they've appeared on each other sh- other shows after Friends. I mean, that's a good like reunion. But like people want to see like scripted like seeing the characters so many years after the show. And I mean, it's been. Ugh. 25 years now so oh my god 25 years 1994 same what the hell it started 1994 and ended in 2004 2004. because how i met your mother right after and people always compare those two Oh so yeah, that's how I it's always compared. Yeah, um, I think How I Met Your Mother is much better, but you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, really um, okay, cool. <laughs> that's my favorite TV show. So I'm like, yeah, I love um, I don't know. I really like the idea of the uns- unscripted because I hate when they come back. I don't think mm-hmm. it ever works. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to see where are the How I Met Your Mother people now? Like, I don't want to see that. I mean, that show's kind of, like, if it was How I Met Your Mother, it's kind of impossible because well, the show comes mm-hmm. forward and stuff all the time. Just, but I would love to see an unscripted, like, them all get together, just for one episode. I don't need, like, a full eight episode. <sighs> one episode, they come back together and they talk about their favorite moments or what they hated or whatever. So I, I have a hypothetical question for you, then. Um, HBO Max comes out. That's where this friends thing is going to land. I, yep. I, well, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's been officially said. I, I think that's what people are saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got to get, so let's say in imaginary world, it comes out, comes out. This friend special is going to air there. If you are already not buying HBO max, if you do not already have it, are you signing up for a, are you going to spend 15 bucks on a one episode reunion special where they sit around a table and talk about the series? Or are you signing up for a, Three episode, not three. Sorry, like a six episode or even a two hour movie. Me personally, yeah. Well, you personally, and then what do you think the consumer is going to sign the up? Consu- for? I don't think the consumer would sign up for the first one, right? Yes. Sick. I get, I get what they're going. Me personally, would I wouldn't sign 15? up for anything. For friends, okay. For friends, <laughs> I don't okay. really like friends. I okay, okay. I think it's all right. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't like friends either. I've only I seen a couple episodes. It looks terrible. I think uh. it's. It's because I watched all all of How I Met Your Mother first, and it's okay, my favorite yeah. show. And then I went back uh, and watched Friends. And there's was. yeah, there's so much comparison between that because they're sitcom shows. Like and, they, and they're both set in New York, and there's yeah. like you there's know only, character parallels, exactly. blah, blah, blah. apartments. Yeah. Yes, yeah, there's so. only so many tropes you can do in yeah. a sitcom. But anyway. I just don't think the characters in Friends are as likable as the characters in How I Met Your Mother. I agree. I agree. We don't Sorry. have to. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm, that's yeah. fine. I'm not taking. I people have opinions, and people, I, people I, much mother, yeah. how much mother has better qualities compared to friends. I mean, friends I is I like. I like if you like look at articles. A lot of people are watching Friends now, and they're like mm-hmm. saying bad things about the characters. Like especially Ross is like one of them. They the bring characters up a lot. are terrible. 
Yeah, and they bring up they bring up like the flaws in the show. So I Ross is a terrible human being. He's a terrible guy. Ted's also a terrible person. Oh, yeah. Well, Ted's not the greatest either. I mean, he has his flaws. (laughs) Barney's an absolute terrible person. I don't like Robin. She's awful. I love Marshall and Lily. So they save things. Marshall and Lily are great. Um. Anyway, I don't know how we are. We do you really want to talk about Dune, Sarah? Um, not really. <laughs> Neither do Mike, do you want to talk about Dune? I just, do you guys think it's actually going to do well? Like, Josh McCougal keeps bringing up like this movie is going to fail. When does it come out? It comes out next Christmas. Yeah. So there isn't like a Star what's Wars it going, movie. What's it going up? Hang on. Movie's in 2020. I, I believe it's, it's, it's next year. Yeah, that no, that sounds right to me because they're filming but it, it now. Sorry, it has an year. amazing cast. Like it I has an amazing it's coming cast. out the same day as West Side Story, Uncharted, and coming to. I, That's right. Uh, I think uh, this movie, uh, unless but, you really sell it in the trailers, I think this bombs. And not bombs. I I think it does fine. Uh, Do you think it think gets it, the sequel? Uh, was- I think so because I, I remember hearing about a sequel a year ago. Like yeah. when everything started, so I think that they're pretty sold on doing the I think, sequel. Yeah, I think yeah, they and went I, and I also, in saying they were going to do a. Yeah, what and they, I heard they're doing like a a, a TV ser- show, a side series too, as well. So they're going all in. I'm in not this, sure if I, that happens. I think I I've think heard that, that. I've heard, I've heard like Denis Villeneuve's going to direct the pilot for the show. Yeah, no, I remember it. hearing that. I don't know if. I think if Dune underperforms, I think Dune Two happens no matter what. If Dune underperforms, I'm not sure a TV show the happens. TV show happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just, I like. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. But Dune is like a great property. Like it is mm-hmm. epic. So I mean, the I'm original intrigued. film, the original film didn't really. I mean, it was okay, but it's not full potential. The novel I had to offer, it has so much to offer. It's, it's like Star Wars for the people who love. Yeah, but the I'm book. worried it's too high concept. I know nothing but about the, it. <laughs> I'm but worried I feel it's too like... high concept for the the normal audience goer. I think mm. Star Wars works because it's really simple. They can. Denis Villeneuve is a great director, and I think he can pull off Dune after, especially doing Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. I think he can give us Dune, the proper Dune we can see in the theaters, and he'll try to appeal it to average audiences. Mm. Um. It's great sci-fi. I don't. I don't think I the movie's going to be wait. bad. I think I the movie's going to be great. I don't think it's yeah, going to connect to the audience. Exactly. I think it's going to be too high concept. I think Blade Runner twenty forty nine was too high concept for the audience, and I think the box office reflects that. But yeah, think, it depends like, on how every, long it is too. Yeah, and movies. I think it's going to be long. I mean, but Denis Villeneuve has not done a bad film. So. No, and, and again, none of this conversation is about whether the movie's going to. I think we all agree that the movie's probably going to be good. It's Denis oh, Villeneuve. Yeah. It's got a great cast. I think we. If it's, it's going to make money. Yeah, and I'm not sure that it's well. going to connect to the audience. I don't like. Again, I think when a trailer comes out and we see what people think about it, that's when we'll know because nobody knows about this, right? This is like Avatar Two. Nobody knows Avatar Two is being made. Nobody knows that Dune is being made. I don't think we will be able to tell what the box office for this is going to be until people know it's coming out and we can gauge interest. In right. That. Yeah, show me a trailer, and then we'll be able to tell. Exactly. That's what everyone what says. Show me about. a trailer. Show me a trailer. And and it's not even so much to see the quality of the movie in the trailer. It's 
see the reaction the to the trailer exactly. from the audience. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. it doesn't really need to be show me a trailer. It's show people a trailer. Show people. Well, show me a trailer, but show people. <laughs> show me a trailer too. I want to see the trailer. Show me a trailer. Show, show everyone a trailer, Denise. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week um, we have some caller questions that we took, and we're going to answer some of them. Um, we're going to do it in a short answer. Sean. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm, I'm, um, well, I'm not ready at all. Uh, <laughs> you guys okay. go first. Short-ish, like two sentences. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Okay. Well, I don't know some of these answers. <laughs> so, Okay, ready? The first question is, favorite thing of the year? Movie, TV, game, song, anything like that. Um, Mike, you go. <laughs> I thought long and hard for this one, especially because I had to look up a lot of things to figure out what was the thing. But I want to be very heartfelt with you guys. Nothing. Doing this podcast and then doing into the grid with Sean was the most favorite thing of the year because you you sound like an asshole in a minute. I didn't prepare for at all. (laughs) I know. And I wanted just because this experience alone has been my favorite of the year. Like I I look back pretty soon next year, I'm going to be saying this show's going to be a year. And I'll say I've been on the show for a year uh, because it's, this show is a passion project and I was helping uh, with Josh with that. And then meeting Sean, getting Mm -hmm. to know him and then talking Mm -hmm. power Rangers with him is a passion. I love that. So that is my answer. Favorite thing of the year doing these podcasts. Wow. I don't even. God damn it, Mike. Make me sound like an asshole. All right. Movie Jojo rabbit TV Watchmen game kingdom hearts three song. I split up into three categories. Artist Alex Marzonia guys listen to Alex's music. It's fucking great album. The new Jonas brothers album and song. Oh, it's, either it's great. Face, it's either face my fears or don't think twice from kingdom hearts three. Boom. Done. Sarah. Oh my God. I didn't think about this at all guys. <laughs> um, Favorite this podcast, I mean, yeah, certainly. Yeah, I love this podcast. Thank you guys so much for bringing me on. It's been great. Um, the only movie I can think of is Endgame. I don't know why. <laughs> like, it's the only thing. It's Disney taking over. Um, yeah, that's that's the only thing I can think about. Favorite thing this year, Disney. Disney Plus. Disney. 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 Oh, Disney boy. owns my soul. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, Halloween horror. So <laughs> I love that <laughs> favorite thing of this year. Uh, we'll do a question like this before the New Year's and we'll talk well, about obviously. 2019. Yeah. I'll give you a better answer, I promise. Moving on, my next favorite question. Which Avenger, Avengers, um, I'm saying it doesn't have to be the core Avengers. It can be anyone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, would you make out with? So I'm opening it up to anyone. Like- <laughs> Why do I have to go first all the Sean, time? Sean, you go first. Mike went first last time. Uh, I don't know. What's a funny answer? Vision. <laughs> he's a robot. There you go. <laughs> he's not a robot. Yeah, he is. What the fuck do you mean he's not a robot? <laughs> I don't think he's a robot. <laughs> he's a robot. He's made out of metal. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've only seen Age of Ultron. No, give me a real answer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mike, uh, who would you make out with? 
from the event. Uh, I opened it up to anyone, not just the main Avengers. Well, so. I know what you mean, but I'm just like, because... Because they're like, oh, you can make it funny. You say, I could like to make up with the Hulk or just like... Do, 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 yeah, do, I, do, I mean, that's funny. not funny. I would love no. to make out with the Hulk. <laughs> In well, Hulk I know, Ruffalo Ruffalo is hot. I mean, Wait, both? Do, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the exact quote that Roxy said or Darina said on the show? Yo, Mark Ruffalo is my celebrity crush. I love him. I I'm, love him. I'm just saying, for a guy's point of view, you're going to pick somebody. Like, it depends on your irritation i mean if you're bi you can go with a guy but it was like for a guy like me who's straight i mean pick a girl i can, I, I can pick a girl like <laughs> there's, but there's limited women no! <laughs> i don't know scarlet witch elizabeth olsen is great she's actually my favorite mcu character just in general i think she's awesome so yeah scarlet witch there you scarlet go which i mean i mean but then the black widow is good too scarlet yeah. johansson man you guys, you like, guys yeah. can't see, you can't see it but i'm doing her finger stuff like where she waves her finger I'm doing like the. <laughs> I I love I and she tells stories about how she's like yeah there's nothing happening on set obviously she's just waving her fingers around randomly. Oh VFX God. is like I swear it's gonna look cool. Just like Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange too does that. But yeah. So you go. So did you have an answer? <laughs> yeah, you just named a bunch of people that are in the <laughs> Avengers movies. You didn't really. <laughs> Even I, I said Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Black Widow. Okay, there we go. There we go. Got him. Got him. Um, I would be uh, Captain America. Obviously. Yeah, of course. I don't Peggy like Carter. God damn it! That's one of the ways I should have gone with Peggy. Yo, Peggy oh Carter. yeah, you should have gone with Peggy. Yeah, I that's would go. Peggy. I would go Peggy. Peggy. Haley Atwell. Pe- Haley Atwell. Um, oh my god. Um, that's whew. Valkyrie. If I had to take a female. Oh Valk. Yes, and then um. Um, no, 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 I would. Oh, you guys out. Ne- Nebula, I Nebula. I, oh. would. <laughs> I don't know about that. I liked her on Doctor Who. I don't know. About ne- I would. I would. With her bald head. Maybe Gamora. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Nasser is judging you, Mike. This is why you just say vision instead of giving a real answer. I help. Come on! I said I would make out with the Hulk. Like I don't know. Yeah, like, but then you said Captain America, which is the most basic answer. Okay, Thor. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll go, another really <laughs> another really basic brave core answer. Avenger. <laughs> um, oh, I said Ant Man. Scott Lang. I don't think that's another brave answer either. What's Although a brave answer? Definitely. I don't know. Like Ned. Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. Yeah, there you go. There's a brave. <laughs> Answer or like Corbett like Slave or like uh, or Rocky Raccoon, Rocky Raccoon, yeah, or Groot. Yo, what? I'd pick out with Groot. Yeah, <laughs> you know where okay. that tree's been? Where um Drax? Yeah, there you go. There's Drax another. There, you go. there we go. There we go. He's pretty funny. <laughs> <The> destroyer. <laughs> All right, moving on before What's this the sequel very that didn't make. Um, this one's hard. I know the answer. Go ahead. The answer is the Phantom Menace, because, Damn. and I'm not saying the sequels as a whole, or the prequels as a whole. No, 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 no. I'm not saying the prequels as a whole. I'm saying Phantom Menace because that movie has absolutely nothing to do with anything with the other two movies. Uh, you could cut out the Phantom Menace, and the other two movies would not change at all. You could cut the Phantom Menace down to a 10 minute flashback at the beginning of Attack of the Clones, and nothing would change. I thought you would say um, Attack of the Clones. No, because I think Attack of the Clones is actually, like, I think the stuff that they're doing in Attack of the Clones 
Like the, the, the broad story is really good. It's just, it's terribly executed. I think you need that story. You don't need Phantom Menace. You could put that in as a 10 minute flashback and it's, you're fine. Like, I, yeah, Attack of the Clones is, oh, sorry, fuck. Uh, Phantom Menace is completely unnecessary. What about you, Mike? Do you have one? Thinking. I don't know what's up my head. No. I'm crying to Grindelwald just because I don't like. Get the fuck out! Oh, (laughs) this will be my last show on. (laughs) Um, Come on, Mike, answer it. (laughs) Mike is refusing. Turbo Power Rangers movie. Uh, I uh, I actually like the Turbo movie. That ghost ship thing is so fucking cool. And evil Kimberly. That's also 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 awesome. I'm. that, I was just saying that that's you cut out. <laughs> yeah, I was like I lost him. Yeah. I was cutting out. I was waiting for it to come back. I was going to say X-Men Origins Wolverine. Wh- which one? X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, there you go. No, there you go. Perfect answer. That movie's fucking terrible. That movie's awful. <laughs> it, it, it does not need to be made and it was No, it's got CGI fucking cgi it was the professor x at the end worst it was just like uh um mine is uh temple of no not temple of doom oh my god um kingdom of the crystal no 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 kingdom of the crystal crystal skull Skull. yeah yeah. um does not need i i haven't seen it since 2008 i just rewatched it and it's all right um but yeah it's they should not make it. Anyway, is there a performance or a movie that changed your opinion on an actor? Talking about Robert Pattinson. Uh, That's probably someone's answer. <laughs> no, mine is Chris Evans in oh. uh, Gifted. Uh, okay. I kind of thought Chris Evans, because, like, you know, his work before Captain America, uh, he's not a good Johnny Storm in mm. Fantastic Four. And his work before that is very... So when he was Captain America, I was like, okay, he's good as Captain America, but is that what he's good at yes and then i saw him in gifted and he's great and gifted Mm. and so i was like no okay he can actually it's not just that he's good captain america he's just a good actor so yeah i'm gonna say chris evans in gifted he's very good in snowpiercer too that's i haven't seen snowpiercer oh he's that's what sold me on him yeah he's great yeah josh our producer has yet to see snowpiercer as well so you guys need to both watch snowpiercer Josh and I are going to watch The Inhumans again instead. Oh, I want to watch that too. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> it was a joke. We joked about it on oh, Twitter. I'm literally going to watch it. Okay, Mike, what about you? Actor or actress? Uh, Kristen Stewart in The Runaways. Okay. Because okay. Kristen Stewart has that, uh, I know it because of Rob Pattinson's for the the Batman, you know, in Twilight. So the same with goes for Twilight with Kristen Stewart. She has done a lot of good work since Twilight and mm-hmm. playing Joan Jett of Joan Jett and the Black Hearts for the Runaways biopic. That was a good, solid performance. She acted just like Joan Jett and she did a great job with that at least. And I look forward to any upcoming films with her. Um, except for Charlie's Angels. I haven't uh, seen it yet. I've apparently got good reviews. Yeah, I'm not. Okay I'm reviews, not. which is surprising. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but anyway, 
But yeah. Um, mine is. I don't know if mine is controversial or not. I don't know. Uh, mine is Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, just because. Um, I always thought Jim Carrey kind of did the same thing with like yeah. Ace Ventura, like the over the top comedy. And mm-hmm. I didn't really think he was a good actor until I watched Truman Show and Internal Sunshine oh, of the Spotless Mind. He is so yeah. good in both of those movies. Like he's fantastic. He's very good. And I would love to see him do more dramatic mm-hmm. work. Um, but that definitely proved, I was like, oh, who knew he could act? <laughs> but <laughs> who knew he could act? I did it. I was. I just always thought you could do like the over the top yeah. stuff, and yeah. I was like, oh, "Well, well I that's it. what he. That's how he got to start. At least, I mean, I'm a big fan of his comedy, and he's gonna bring that back for Sonic the Hedgehog." Oh, so excited! <laughs> just kidding. Come on, give me a break. Well, so Sonic the Hedgehog might become a movie that everyone hates. What's one of your favorite movies? <laughs> that was good. That might be that might be terrible, or it might be good that people just hate. It's a great movie that everybody hates. Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> You're no, fired. That is my. <laughs> Hang on, I'm I'm about to at Josh and see if you have the power to fire me. <laughs> Josh, I want him off the show. <laughs> I want a new co-host. Uh, Just kidding. I guess my meme answer could be the Last Jedi, but I think some. I don't oh think anybody hates that. But no, it's fantastic. Beats the Crimes of Grindelwald. I love that movie. I think that movie's great, and people didn't like it. So yeah, good, good. Mike, what about you? Uh, movie that everyone hates, but I love. Uh, <laughs> that that question pops up a lot. I hear that's the most common. Yeah. Shush, shush you. I can't wait for Back that, to the okay? Part three. <laughs> but now you're the one that just like. Sean, let him answer the question. Let him answer the question. I'm trying to help him. Oh, trying to help me. That's that's real fun. Honestly, I've been cooking on this for a while. And I, I mean, I don't think anybody, everyone hates it, hates it. But I think people are just saying it's not the best. I still kind of like The Lion King. 2019. I like it too. I didn't think it was that bad. People said it was just bad, but I was like, "Eh, it's okay. I like it. It's my favorite of the year so far. Holy shit. Like, what? If you just say to me, (laughs) how many movies have you seen this year? Hang on a second. (laughs) (laughs) I lost all control. You can say that the Lion King 2019 <laughs> best movie of the year. He yeah. says his favorite. It's my favorite of the year so far, dude. Oh, it's fine. I've got it number twenty, but that's all right. Wow. I've I've only wow. seen. Here, Are we doing our our favorite movies of the year? Uh, no, 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 no. Because I'm doing a thing with that. Wait, okay, wait till January. I'm doing a thing with that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, my movie that everyone hates uh was actually brought up on the show spider-man 3 baby i love spider-man 3 everyone laughs at me i think it's great (laughs) it's awful i don't think it's as bad as people it's 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 not a good movie i'll give you stuff in there i like i like the fun stuff because i like when harry shows up at the end yeah, it's. Just, I like the emo dancing. God, That's my I favorite part. I, <laughs> it's so good. 
throw myself out of window. So good. <laughs> I love it. The movie's ridiculous, but I, I love it. There's I, a lot of good stuff I in pref- it. Actually, I prefer Amazing Spider-Man 2 over Spider-Man 3. I really like that one, too. Oh, okay, holy crap. I thought you were about to say something else. I thought you were about to say that you like Amazing Spider-Man 2 is your favorite Spider-Man movie, and I was about to fucking put myself no, through a window. No, I prefer I like Amazing Spider-Man 2 I don't, I don't over dislike- Spider-Man 3. I don't dislike Amazing Spider-Man three other or, or two either. I don't dislike any Spider-Man movie to be honest. Um, I love Spider-Man. I think there's stuff. I think the the death of Gwen Stacy's done very well in Amazing uh, Spider-Man yeah. two. Oh I, yeah, I mean, and the fact that they were actually together at that it's, point, I sobbed. I think like, I was even more powerful. Sobbing. <laughs> yeah, no, that. I yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff that doesn't work in both of those movies, but I still enjoyed them the first time I saw them in theaters. So I think that's all that it takes, really. Is if I enjoyed yeah. them when I saw them in theaters, we're good. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good. I thought I was going to get a lot more hate. <laughs> but you went after um, me for liking Crimes of Grindelwald, so whatever. Just just remember that Sarah's a terrible <laughs> well, person. I also movie. really like Attack of the Clones, and I don't understand why people hate it. So <laughs> just saying. All right. What would your <laughs> lightsaber look like, and what would the color be? <laughs> Sarah? <laughs> um, I want my lightsaber to be... The dual um, end one, and I want it to be purple. Yeah, God, I knew you were gonna say purple. (laughs) In my head, I was like, she's gonna say purple. I want it. I want it to be purple. That's fair (laughs) enough, Mike. Um, actually, I would want it. It would be a lightsaber with a hoop on a hoop like mean, a lasso you mean, like uh hang on Let me god like, yeah keep going <laughs> so because i was thinking like i could be like a space cowboy oh a hoop wait like like a lasso yeah <laughs> yeah you want a lightsaber <laughs> la- all right stop so, talking so, so, <laughs> Yeah, what a straight thing with you a hoop at the end. Do and I get to lasso? Yep, yep, like shoot out like a lasso. I hate you so much. <laughs> and it'd be, you know, have it like yellow orange. That's what I wanted to be. Okay, so it's okay. like a rope. So I. You know, <laughs> Sean, what about lightsaber. you? Sean, what do you want your lightsaber to look like? Mine, I'd want the cross guard lightsaber because at first. When it came out in the trailer, I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And then I've seen it in both movies. I'm like, that's the coolest fucking thing I in the like world. I it. It's awesome. It's so awesome. So it'd be the cross guard saber. And I'd like to say it'd be green, but I'd probably I'd probably turn to the dark side pretty quick. So it'd probably be red. <laughs> I, well, in my mind, it'd be green, but like... In reality. I, in reality, it'd probably be red. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well... I wouldn't be a bad guy. It would just be like, red. But I yeah. just have so much hate in my heart. So it would just like, be the Kylo Ren lightsaber. Like, it's literally... Yeah. Well, no, because I don't want it to crackle. Oh. Because I think that, like... You don't want to make I, it yourself. And you I think I just... I just... I'm so done that I'd be a dark side user. And... Because, like, the whole thing... Real quick. Uh, sorry, listen. The whole reason his lightsaber crackles is because he's not fully evil. Is because Mm. when he went to bleed the crystal, there's still good in him, and so it didn't work. And Mm -hmm. it cracked the crystal instead, and that's why he needs the vents to stabilize it. Uh, If he was fully evil, it would have just turned red, it would have been fine. But Mm. there's still light in him. Episode 9. But uh, I just rewatched it. You just rewatched episode 9? 
Yeah. No, not episode nine. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, can you send me a link? <laughs> I've seen it twice, guys. Oh, man. Just um, kidding. I've seen the Mandalorian when it comes out in theaters. Um, yeah, <laughs> you've seen the Mandalorian. Well, if you went to the premiere in LA, you have seen the Mandalorian yeah. in theaters. Yes. Um, uh. Nope. Anyway, sorry, right. Sean. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Well, I think we're done. That seems like it's the end of our show. I'm. Ex- tired i promise i'll get more sleep next time and i won't be as crazy i i can't i can't make that promise i'm sorry uh mike where can the people find you people can find me on twitter at mike mixtape and sean and i do a power Rangers podcast called into the grid you can follow that on twitter at go into grid and we're at anchor at anchor.fm slash into the grid very nice what about you sean where can they find you Find me obviously here. You can find me on Twitter at Sean underscore eh, bleh, at Sean underscore AFK. Obviously, Power Rangers podcast and Wade and I are doing Jay Wade and I are doing a Mandalorian review show, and you can catch that every weekend or whatever here on the Merc with the Movie blog feed. And you can find me on Twitter at SCBuck S S E A B O C K. I should probably plug my Bachelor podcast that I do. <laughs> it's Go Get That Rose. I also do it with Jay Wade. It gets uploaded once a week. I don't know. Uh, bachelor season doesn't really start until January. We're just talking about Dancing with the Stars. But come follow us in January when it starts. Um, and you can find this show on the Burk with a Movie Fleet. Oh my gosh, Merc <laughs> with a Movie Blog feed um, on Anchor. Um. Yeah, just go to Anchor. <laughs> this is a mess. I'm so sorry. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Sorry, Josh. please come back. I'm so sorry, Josh. Uh, and we're canceled. See you guys. We're gonna- <laughs> it's been a nice run. We'll see we, you guys. Uh, nice- never. <laughs> Josh, Much don't like- fire me. Please Much don't like- fire me. <laughs> Much like Power Rangers after Turbo, we're about to get canceled. So it's been real, guys. I'm so sorry.